0: I'm Stories with Nancy Grace. A loving father in the prime of his life shot in the face over a hamburger, a $3 hamburger. You know, every morning when I wake up, I go look at the twins. It's the first thing I do. I don't wake them up because it's 5 a.m. I peek at them. I look in just to make sure they're okay, that they're real. Because they're the best thing that ever happened to me. The thought of them being raised, of growing up without their mother or their father, I wouldn't wish that on anyone. A father... Of a little boy, just three, shot in the face over a $3 hamburger? May they rot in hell. And with that, I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us here at Fox Nation and Sirius XM 111. Take a listen to our friend Brett Lemoyne at Fox 6.
1: Dispatch recordings indicate the female suspect was wearing a camouflage pattern jacket and pants, carrying a silver handgun.
2: Four female unknowns got into a silver Honda Accord. Uh, This witness said no unknown direction of travel.
1: Police have not released any information about the suspect or suspects. In a statement to Fox 6, a George Webb spokesman shares, one of our employees was shot while working at our Wawatosa store. The employee was immediately rushed to the hospital. Our thoughts and prayers are with the employee impacted by this incident.
0: That employee we're hearing about is the Wisconsin dad, Anthony Rodriguez shot in the face after two female customers who just happen to have a gun with them and wearing camouflage are angry over their $3 hamburger. Really? How about saying I'm missing my hamburger? Would that work? Oh, H-E-L-L know this had to be settled in their minds with shooting the dad in the face, cutting through his mouth, entering his head. With me, an all-star panel to make sense of what we know right now, but take a listen to Our Cut 17, W-I-S-N 12.
3: Uh, I do remember just laying on the ground and just bleeding out.
4: Shot in the face over a $3 hamburger. This 26-year-old George Webb server says he thought his life was over.
3: I was in so much shock. I don't really remember being in much pain, but I remember kind of uh, internally freaking out and being very scared and just telling myself that, wow, I'm probably going to die here.
4: Midnight, January 30th, Anthony Rodriguez says he was the only server working at the restaurant on 122nd and North. He says a few customers became upset over an incomplete order. They were asked to leave, but instead opened fire.
3: I never expected to get shot, um, just being a server.
0: With me right now, that dad, that dad who has suffered so much, he's lost Half of his tongue. He has bullet fragments still in his head and in his lungs. And he has lost most of his teeth. But he is alive. With me, Anthony Rodriguez. Mr. Rodriguez, I was so happy when I found out you could join us. But hearing you speak makes me realize how much pain you're still in, how much you're still suffering, which makes me even more grateful that you are with us today to tell your story so thank you for that. What happened, mr Rodriguez?
2: Well what happened was uh just anger anger got the best of got the best of um people unfortunately, you know uh, a lot of impatience happened that night and the nothing wanted to de-escalate.
0: You know, you just said something that really struck home, Anthony. You said impatience. I've been listening to a series of devotions, and they talk about all the figures in the Bible that had to just wait and wait and wait for the answer, for the outcome. I'm just imagining what you just said, impatience. You don't go on a rant on the women that shot you in the face. You say, impatience. And I find that incredible that you're not tearing them a new the a hole, but you're not. You went in that night at what time?
2: I started my shot. I'm usually there early, so I want to say I was probably there
0: at like 930. My dad worked at night a lot. He was on a... <laughs> to keep his job at the beginning to stay on with the railroad he had to take what they call a mobile route which means you travel from place to place and basically fill in wherever you're needed one night he would work at midnight one next day he might work at 7 in the morning he never knew what his schedule was going to be and that lasted for years why did you why are you working a job I've done it myself a night job you got a family right yes ma'am why are you working the night shift
2: i I uh, chose to work the night shift. Um, it actually fitted quite well between uh, me and the, the child of, uh, the, and the mother and my child because she she, she just started um, a day job and we didn't want to put our um, three-year-old into a uh, daycare system. So I wanted to um, start working night shift so that I could watch the, the child during the day.
0: What does the mom do?
2: The mother uh, works um, as a... Um, but it's, it's, it's almost like a leasing agent for um, a high-end um, apart, um, apartment in condo complex.
0: So somebody's always with your three-year-old, right? Absolutely. That night when you go in and the restaurant is George Webb, a Wisconsin chain, and that was at the, yes. what's the name of the town, Wauwatosa?
2: Uh, yes, it's a suburb out of out of Milwaukee.
0: So you go in that night about 9.30. You got there early. Was anything unusual at all when you went in?
2: Um, No, honestly, um, everything was kind of status quo for that night. I don't remember what particular day it was, but I remember it being a weekend. And I just know that I was filling in for somebody else. I just know I wasn't supposed to actually be working that day. was one of
0: my off days. Why were you filling in? What happened to the other employee?
2: I, I can't remember what exactly happened to that other employee. Um, I um, I just got called in. Usually, I I, I know I, I like to pick up shifts for for other people because I just like um, having the the extra cash and, and stuff like that. Trying to you know, it, and working as a server, you don't earn that much money, so every little bit counts.
0: Um, that was a Sunday night, January thirty. 2022 was a Sunday night. So you were working the night shift on a Sunday night to fill in for somebody else that called in to make extra money. I remember when I was in school, Mr. Rodriguez I was so broke. One of my favorite nights of the week would be, I think it was Tuesday, because you could get two tacos for 99 cents, and I would literally pay with change. And I had a night shift job at a sandwich shop. And it was a, the, like a big shopping uh, strip. And um, it was on the end, the very end. And I would sit there until, I guess, 10 or 11 at night and watch all the other stores close and everybody would leave. And I would just be sitting there alone. And I'm just imagining you there at the George Webb. Had there ever been any other violence at that George Webb location? Um, it,
2: just just because of the um, what time and what usually the the customers that come in, it could, it could get rowdy, I would say. I would say violence is probably the right answer to say, but it could definitely get rowdy. It's
0: rowdy with a lot of people in there at midnight. I guess anybody coming for a hamburger at midnight has already been out. I would guess. Although my son John, David and I like to make Crystal runs at midnight on weekends. That said, what is a George Webb? Is it like a McDonald's or a Crystal or a what is it?
2: A George Webb's is is more so like um, a a diner type of. Yeah, everybody's of shaking
0: restaurant. their head no in here. It's not like a McDonald's. It's a diner. Okay, I didn't know that. Describe it. It's um just um it's a franchise
2: um that that sets it sets itself up as um a diner. Um With um, I wouldn't say fast food, but uh, it does. Co- it should be coming out rather quickly. It's, like short order. Yeah, it's it's still being cooked on the spot for the most part.
0: So I'm just imagining you there. So you go in at nine thirty. Your your uh, baby is at home with the mom. Everything's fine. It's a Sunday night. You're happy to get the extra money. And then what
5: happens?
2: A regular regular shift happens. You know, it's just um. We try to do the best that we can, but with the uh, with the amount of people that that are working that day, which is just one one person for like each position, I would say. So there's one server, which is me, one cook, and then I had a buster that night because it was a weekend, so that that was nice. Not all nights do I get a buster, and then um, around I want to say around 11:30, uh, and it started getting really packed because usually when uh, it's, it's filled up to the, to the brand with customers, full tables and whatnot. They usually all come in at once for some reason. And so uh, have full tables and, uh, the chef gets over overwhelmed with the amount of orders that need to be taking place because they're all coming in at once and then it's um, people, people can get a uh, very impatient, impatient from there because unfortunately we're, we're the only restaurant pro- that's probably open at that time and anymore because of COVID and everything else.
0: I see a lot of forlorn faces in this studio right now and I imagine they're remembering being impatient when their order didn't come in time. Of course, I've never ever done that because I'm so, you know, patient. Um, I'm just imagining the scene there that night and, you know, to hear Anthony Rodriguez tell it, everything just was normal but that's not Exactly correct. Take a listen to Brent LeMoyne, Fox 6.
1: This all happened late Saturday night and into Sunday morning at this George Webb restaurant here behind me. The worker is alive, but seriously injured after what police describe as an argument with a group of customers. For frequent George Webb customers like James Coomer.
6: i was surprised to hear that. Uh, shocked, of course.
1: News of what happened at this Wauwatosa location over the weekend has many on edge. Shot to the head. You stage. Police, are Police tell us a 26-year-old male employee suffered serious injury after being shot in the head. Investigators say it began with an argument with a group of customers, got physical, and ended in gunfire.
5: A 26-year-old male with
2: a GSW to the lip's mouth with an exit wound
6: in the back of the head. station patient is conscious and breathing.
0: You know, to Karen Stark joining me, a renowned New York psychologist joining us from Manhattan at KarenStark.com. That's Karen with a C. Karen, that is just hearing that dispatch, it just brings everything back when my fiance was killed. Gunshot wound to the head. Gunshot wound to the head. Can you imagine what Mr. Rodriguez's family went through when they're hearing
4: this? It's a miracle that he's with us today, Nancy, and speaking. And I want to tell you that whenever you've had that kind of experience, the trauma that you went through and he went through, when you begin to hear something like that, you could even be in in a scene where you smell something familiar. It will bring it all back. You get re-traumatized. That's not unusual.
0: But you hear Anthony Rodriguez talking about it like, Nothing really happened. He got shot in the head, losing most of his teeth, half his tongue, has bullet fragments still, and his sinuses and lungs. That's
4: traumatic, Karen. Yes, it's traumatic. And if you're wondering why he sounds that way, not everybody reacts the same way. He seems like he's, just from hearing him, a very considerate, I hope Anthony it's okay that I'm describing you this way, A very considerate person, somebody who doesn't really become very um, dramatic and dynamic when something happens. But it's real clear that this was a traumatizing event.
0: Listen to Nick Boer, WISN News 12.
7: Police say video inside the restaurant shows her punching the waiter in the face, giving the gun to her sister Brianna, who pointed the gun at him and shot him in the face. Brianta then, quote, stomps him in the face before the four women rush out. The waiter survived, his mom telling me it took, quote, miracle after miracle for him to live. Every doctor I've spoken with is astounded, she said. A GoFundMe is helping the 26-year-old who lost most of his teeth, half of his tongue, and has bullet fragments in his sinuses and lungs.
0: That GoFundMe is all in for Anthony, and I am definitely going to visit that as soon as we get off the air. All in for Anthony. This guy's been through hell and back and is joining us today. Anthony Rodriguez, do you remember when the women came in to the George Webb? What happened?
2: Yes, I do remember. I I think that was a fair description from the psychologist earlier. Thank you so much for that. Um, I honestly, um, I I can't really go into too much with the details with the open court case, but I do remember it and it it started off quite quite normal, to be quite honest. Um, you you don't really you know, you, you gotta try to treat everyone as um as fair as you can and you know, some people have their quirks when they walk in and some some things kinda stand out but you try to treat everyone with dignity and respect. Uh, as much as you can.
0: So these, I believe there were four women that came in? Yes. They came in, were they making a ruckus to start with, or did they just seem normal?
2: They weren't making a ruckus to start with, but you you could tell that they were a bit on the agitated side to to begin with, um, sly, um, passive-aggressive comments and, and stuff like that.
0: You know, Wendy Patrick, joining me, veteran California prosecutor, author of Red Flag's Host of today with Dr. Wendy, KCBQ San Diego. She's at wendypatrickphd.com. Wendy, I'm just telling you, after how long was I in prosecution? All in, uh, nearly 14 years. At the end, I just had it and still to this day with people that are aggressive and angry at, at the very beginning. I'd have an arraignment calendar with 125 felons in the courtroom, half of them in chains, half of them on bond and strutting around the courtroom. You know, dopers, child molesters, rapists, murderers. It's just an attitude. It's a bad attitude. It would make me so mad I could
5: chew a nail in half. (laughs) You know, Nancy, you're right. You know, prosecution work is Why a. Why are balance you laughing?
0: <laughs> I hear you. And here you got Anthony, Ro- Anthony Rodriguez. He's one of a few people working. It's midnight, and four women come in just really looking for trouble with an attitude. I said that. You didn't say that, Anthony Rodriguez. I said it because we've been working on this case and we know they were aggressive and seemingly angry about something when they walked in the door. There's nothing that I like better than to forfeit somebody's bond who's rude in
5: the courtroom. Nothing I like better. Nancy, I think we could take a lesson from Anthony because he's extending grace in circumstances that are you talking about me, you no, know, I'm talking about Anthony Rodriguez's extending grace. I mean, he describes at the very beginning that anger gets the best of people, he talks about patience, all the kinds of things that most of us wish we had. I more. do not know what universe you're living in
0: because anger getting the best of you, you might like yell at somebody or curse at somebody or some people not me of course make a profane gesture in traffic but to take out a gun and shoot a guy that's standing there unarmed in the face anger gets the best of them anger is not a defense under the law the last i looked wendy patrick or there would be nobody in the penitentiary right now
5: what nancy i'm quoting your guest when we began the segment, Anthony Rodriguez. I remember what he huh? said, but he's right. not a lawyer, and, I think and you are. And I- I think that's right, but the problem is we also have to make sure. And I think this is a—I mean, these facts are absolutely horrendous. And we have to make sure what? We have to make sure in a case like this when we have somebody that (laughs) you have to
0: make sure he's really dead because they didn't just shoot him; they stomped on him in the face. They
5: stomped on him. Oh, I'm on—I am on your side. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying that it really impresses me that your guest is so gracious given what he went through. You know what, Wendy Patrick? You know how I feel about you. I think a lot
0: of you. But I asked you for a legal opinion, and instead, I'm getting uh, Emily Post etiquette. Yes, he's being (laughs) kind. But guess what? I'm not. Cut her. Cut her right now. Hillary Metz, investigative reporter, WISN 12 News. She's been on the case from the very beginning. Hillary... I appreciate Wendy Patrick being so gracious and Anthony Rodriguez, I don't understand it, but I appreciate it. Hillary, what happened? Did these women actually shoot him and stomp him in the face? According
4: to prosecutors, um, that is what happened. And the reason that they know that is because the entire event was captured on surveillance video from inside the George Webb restaurant.
0: crime stories with nancy grace to anthony rodriguez explain to me what happened they could they come in you get them seated i guess on a foretop in a booth i'm guessing and they order what went wrong
2: as I said, uh, the food, um, everyone kind of com- comes and plugs in all at once. So, um, or- orders are um, going to the chef all at once in, in some regards. So, um, they can get backed up very quickly, and then customers uh, will be will be waiting for uh, um, long periods of time for the food because um, there's only one chef back there work- um, handling. Uh, right. Say like five, eight to eight, uh, eight to nine orders because uh, all the tables are full. Maybe even sometimes 11, 12 orders. At, at
0: okay, time. so they order, and it takes a while for them to get their food. Then what happens?
2: I was able to get food out for I want to say two two of the individuals. With um, the next two individuals getting their food right right behind them, maybe another couple of minutes. And that with uh, with that first order, they. Uh, Either they didn't say it, or I misheard them. But they um, told me that they asked for two hamburgers, not for one. And I informed them that uh, if um, if they wanted the second hamburger, that it was gonna it was probably gonna be another 30 minute wait after talking to the chef because the chef has to work on the orders as, as they come in.
0: And what happened? You're telling me a lot about the chef and the order. I want to get to the Uh, the two women, we believe both 20 years old, impatient and rude, my words, not yours, while waiting for their order, become angry when a hamburger was missing, according to them, prompting one of them, what, 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 Anthony?
2: Well, then at that point, um, they, they decided that they were done waiting and that they didn't want to pay for any of the, any of the food, So um, I I, um, took the food away from them and said that, okay, but um, if you're not going to be paying customers, then I must ask you to leave and clear the table for somebody else. And that's when um, they started to get agitated and uh, when things started escalating from there.
0: Okay, let me understand something. Lisa Dadyo, former police lieutenant, uh, New Haven PD, senior lecturer, director of the Center for Advanced Policing. Now, see... What he just said makes perfect sense to me. They're like, "Uh, where's my hamburger? And he says, right there. And they say, well, we ordered two, not one. And he goes, okay, fine. That's going to be like 30 minutes because we only got one chef. And they say, well, we're not eating. We're, We're not paying for any of this. And we're leaving. So he says, fine, leave. I could use the table and starts taking the food. And when he takes the food that they're not paying for, According to them, they get mad. I, I'm sorry. What did they not understand with that scenario? When they see a price beside a hamburger, they think they're going to have it and not pay for it?
4: It makes no sense. Um, it, this case, and Mr. Rodriguez, I applaud you and your courage. The, the case just is horrific. And a rational, reasonable person can't figure out why
5: it escalated over... Something a $3 all about. hamburger. But
0: exactly you know, Lisa, in your line of work as well as mine, I remember a, a woman, a guy being shot over a $10 debt. And I will never forget his mom knitting on the front row of the murder trial. I remember a woman who vouched for a hit of crack. And then the guy bought the hit of crack. And it wasn't what he expected. He goes back and shoots the mom who's sitting in a uh, a lawn chair in her front yard with her children. I mean, why? And now over a $3 hamburger? I mean, to Dr. Kendall Crowns joining us, uh, renowned chief medical examiner from Tarrant County, that's Fort Worth, never a lack of business there, lecturer, University of Texas, Texas A&M, faculty, University of Texas Medical School, it goes on and on and on. Dr. Crowns, did you hear his injury loses Almost all his teeth, half his tongue, still has bullet fragments in his sinuses and lungs. What happened?
6: So, uh, Mr. Rodriguez, I'm sorry for what's happened to you. And I hope it's okay if we can discuss your injuries. I hope it's not Go traumatizing ahead. for you. No, I love all right. to hear your Well, I can opinions. tell you
0: this much is making me feel sick in my stomach. When I'm listening mm-hmm. to Rodriguez talk and I'm looking at this picture of his baby... And I'm thinking about the night shift and the wife on the morning, the, the mom on the morning shift trying to keep the baby out of daycare. And he picks up an extra shift to make extra money. And now this, I mean, for those of you watching or listening, if you can, I'm asking you to please go to the GoFundMe all in for Anthony and help this guy. Please help his family. As little or as much as you can help him. Please help him. Dr. Kendall Crowns, I just, I don't understand why this had to happen, but explain to me the medical intricacies of what happened and how this guy, Anthony, is still
6: alive. So by looking at the photographs that are available of his injuries, uh, it appears that it goes through the front of his face, Uh right side are we
0: looking at the same picture the damage to his mouth he may require a bone graft or upper mandible uh the bullet came within millimeters of killing him i'm looking at the bullet and the spinal cord it's right beside it looks like it's touching the spinal cord
6: so yes nancy it's we are looking at the same pictures it's blowing out his uh upper teeth along the right side of his head uh taking out the 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 uh, incisors through the molars, fracturing the upper jaw, which is also called the maxilla. Uh, looks like there's portions of the bullet uh, lodged in his tongue and uh, kind of his pharynx or back of his throat region. And then the bullet itself continues traveling through the neck musculature or the structures of the neck and then uh, lodges uh, and right in front of his vertebral column, fracturing his vertebral column. Are you
0: talking about his spine?
6: His spine, I apologize, yes fracturing his spine along the area of cervical vertebrae numbers uh, three and four, but does not penetrate the, uh, the uh, cavity where his spinal cord sits. But that can cause shock waves that you know, probably resulted in him being unconscious. The thing is, is it is a miracle that he's alive because that area of the spinal cord, if it had gone any deeper or caused any more damage, keeps his uh, sp- diaphragm, Functioning, which makes you breathe so he if it had done gone any deeper any further he would have it would have resulted in him being uh either quadripleg- quadriplegic and ventilator dependent for the rest of his life
0: let me understand what you're saying i think you just said he got shot in the mouth with a handgun i believe it was a nine nine millimeter goes through the mouth rips apart his teeth with the force, his tongue goes through the neck, down, and to the spine. In the picture, it looks like it's actually, it. from what I have, touching the spine. And if it had touched the spine, if it had gone through the spine, he would either be dead or a quadriplegic living on a ventilator the rest of his life. Is that what you said? That's correct. Back to... Anthony Rodriguez, who is a living, walking, breathing miracle. Anthony, one of the women leave and come back in with a weapon. When did you realize she came in with a weapon? Um, I actually never um, saw the weapon to be quite honest, I
2: realized that, I, I must have realized that after I got shot and sent to the hospital and stitched up, and a day or two later, I woke up, and that's when they were able to kind of give me the details of what happened.
0: What do you remember?
2: Um, I just remember the, uh, the altercation and just um, trying to de-escalate uh, de- the situation and that not working.
0: What were you telling them to calm them down?
2: Um, that, um, I can't really remember offhand what, what I was telling them, but I, I was just telling them that it's okay, like, you can just leave, um, it's fine, like, just go, it's, you know, but they, they they had other things in mind, I guess. They wanted their voices to be heard.
0: Take a listen to our Cut 19, Nick is WISN News 12.
7: Early January 30th, according to a criminal complaint, four young women at a corner booth at the Wauwatosa George Webbs got, quote, impatient and rude and were told to leave. Instead, police say 20-year-old twin sisters Brianna and Brianta Johnson argued with staff and started to get physical. A source tells us the women were upset about the speed of their order, and when it did come, it was missing a hamburger, a less than $3 item at Webbs. According to the criminal complaint, Brianta, in the midst of the argument, came outside here to their car and returned with a gun.
0: And more from Tony Atkins, TMJ4. Anthony Rodriguez says it could have all ended here at this George Webb when he asked four women to leave the restaurant. That's when he was attacked by one of the women and shot by her sister, according to a criminal complaint.
3: I feel lucky, it's, it's, it's incredible just uh, where I'm at and just being able to walk and speak.
0: If you listen closely, you can hear the raspiness of Anthony Rodriguez's voice. It's because a bullet is permanently lodged near his throat. The
3: bullet went through my upper lip right here, mm-hmm. and then it knocked out uh, the right side, of, right side of my teeth. The cause of that bullet, he says. I can definitely tell you that uh, it started because they were missing a burger from their order and everything just kind of escalated from there.
0: Missing a burger from their order. How I would love to prosecute this case and it would be over my cold, dead body that they got anything less than 30. Cold, dead body. Anthony Rodriguez, amazingly, is with us right now. Anthony, Anthony, What's the last thing you can remember from that night?
2: Being put under uh, with the, um, uh, once I got to the hospital. I remember being just staring up at the, at the, I remember getting put to the ground. I remember hearing a bang. And then I just remember staring up at the ceiling, not being able to, to really move. And I remember coughing up blood and coughing up teeth, um, just, Trying to control my breathing as best I can, but just talk telling myself like I, I'm going to die here. And this isn't the way that I wanted to go. It's it was the longest. It, you know, it, it, you think that it's a, it probably wasn't a long time for EMS and for everyone else to do their thing, but it it had to be the longest couple of minutes that I ever experienced in my life.
0: I'm just trying to take in what you you just told us. You can remember coughing up blood and teeth and thinking you were going to die. Is that right? Yes, ma'am. Did it hurt? Could you feel pain?
2: Uh, Fortunately for me, I I don't really remember feeling the pain. I I just remember the inability to move I remember trying to first like get up and, and brush it off like it was normal and then falling back down to the ground right away and just not really being able to to move after that and struggling to, to do what I can to maintain my breathing and just maintain what real body movement that I could and trying to stay as as and alive as possible.
0: What were you thinking about? What went through your mind?
2: My son. His face was just hoping that he was okay and sound asleep.
0: So in the middle of all that, you're lying there, blood coming out of your mouth, spitting out teeth, can't move, and you think about your son, your three-year-old son.
2: Yes, ma'am. Unfortunately, it felt like a long time. So once I was able to keep my breathing at a steady steady pace, that's that's all you can do is is think about what's good in your life.
0: What do you mean? Um,
2: You try to, I guess, um, the strategy was to think of as much positive things as possible and hope that you're going to make it through it.
0: You know, Dr. Kendall-Crowns, I've asked you this many, many times. Could the victim feel anything? And you usually tell me, no, nah, they didn't feel anything. That's total BS. You, you hear what Roderick gets just said, right?
6: Well, I did hear what he said, and I, I agree that some victims don't feel it because they are dead instantly, and some victims that survive will feel pain. I mean, anybody that survives going to feel pain from it.
0: Anthony Rodriguez, you've got to know, in the midst of all of this, how lucky you are, how an angel was on your shoulder that night. Take a listen to our cut one. This is Kieran Dillon, CBS 2. Does the name Crystal Nievis ring a bell? As the rain trickled down, the family of 19-year-old Crystal Bayron Nieves gathered outside the Burger King in East Harlem where she was killed to lay flowers in her honor and to pray for justice. Police have released these images of the robbery that took place just before one Sunday morning at the Burger King on East 116th Street near Lexington Avenue. That's where Bayron Nieves was working as a cashier when an unknown male, masked and dressed in all black, entered the restaurant and demanded money. Police say Bayron Nieves was shot in the torso as the robbery progressed. Police say two other people were injured
5: during the course of this robbery. A female manager at the restaurant was punched in the face and a male customer was likely pistol whipped. Both are expected to recover. Family members tell us Bayron Nieves and her
0: family had just moved to New York from Puerto Rico a few years ago. The teenager had only been working at Burger King for the past few months. The family is now pleading with the person responsible to turn themselves in. Crime stories with Max, tell me, uh, joining us from WISN, she's been on the case from the very beginning. Hillary, what did the surveillance video reveal?
4: So it pretty much matched up with Anthony's story, uh, minus a few details. Um, so what it shows is um, after the you know at the table with the, the food incident. Um, so they start kind of making their way towards the register um at one point um Brianta Johnson so these are two the suspects are two 20-year-old twin sisters so Brianta Johnson is wearing a blue hoodie the video shows her go um outside and returns with a gun and at some point when they're at the register and there's this confrontation um it says that uh, let's see, one of the so they somebody takes a punch at Anthony and then um, Brianta takes out the gun and hands it to her sister Brianna and she it shows um, let's see that she attempts to um, pistol whip Anthony and he's lying on the ground. And she extends her hand, aims, and shoots him in the face. And then the sister, the video shows, stomps Anthony in the face. And then all four take off.
0: Wendy Patrick, I believe I'm going to circle back now to your discussion of anger. How they were angry. I'm angry right now. I'm angry right now. But I can tell you this much. I'm not going to shoot anybody even though I want to. Because I don't want to be separated from the twins and my husband. Bam. That's called impulse control. Anger is not a defense under the law. They hit him in the face, they stomp on him, they specifically get out the gun, hand it off, aim for his face, and pull the trigger. That is intent.
5: Oh, absolutely. And I think that video is simply going to corroborate what Anthony has described, that the sequence of events as it unfolded proves nothing other than intent. And this is one of those things I know, I know some people have used the term argument. This doesn't sound like an argument. This sounds like unprovoked anger spiraling out of control when here we have Anthony taking advantage of an opportunity to make more money for a young family at home, Literally on the precipice of wondering whether he's ever going to see his precious son again. Talk about not recognizing how dangerous a job working the night shift can be at a restaurant. And I'm just so blessed. We're so blessed, Anthony, that you're with us to be describing this.
0: Hillary Metz, where are these two, Brianta Johnson and Brianna Johnson?
4: So they are both in the Milwaukee County Jail being held on $100,000 cash bail. They are both charged with attempted first degree intentional homicide.
0: They better not get a bond, a lowered bond or a cheap plea deal. Anthony, I am looking at a picture of you and you're holding your son. You've got a beautiful smile. I mean, it looks like you wore braces. That looks like a mouthful of orthodontia to me. I'm currently paying oh, no, for two sets of per- What?
2: Perfect teeth. I never wore braces in my life.
0: How are you going to get teeth back? And what can they do about your tongue? And are you supposed to go the rest of your life with bullet fragments in your body?
2: Um, i uh, It's still a lot of the medical questions. Unfortunately, are still up in the air. Um, they want to wait until things uh, heal up more. Um, but it sounds like I, I, I will be able to uh, get my get teeth replaced at the very least. Uh, my tongue has been um, stitched back together in, in, a, in a way and um, and that's why I'm able to speak and articulate as much as I can right now.
0: Praise God, praise the Lord. Anthony, do you have family? that can help you right now?
2: Uh, yes, I, I have a very, very good support system. My, my mother has, has been um, very generous in um, letting me stay, stay back with her, and she's been helping me with um, the doctors and making sure that I'm healing correctly and... Um, almost keeping me in my place because I, sometimes I, I feel like I'm not doing enough and I'm just staying still. But she, she tells me that, that, to slow down and just make sure that healing does what, what it should be doing.
0: Well, you know what? They say there are no good men left. <laughs> Anthony Rodriguez, father to a three-year-old boy, trying to work extra hours to support his son. The GoFundMe all in for Anthony. We wait as justice unfolds. Nancy Grace Crime Story signing off. Goodbye, friend.